Get up in here. The Cash App is open. Yes, the Cash App is open. Cha-ching. Welcome to episode 10 of the Mike Terrell Podcast. I am your host, Mike Terrell. This is my guest host, Nico G. In the building. Episode 10, man. Let's get right into the fuck shit. Right into the fuckery. Doja Cat. Doja Canceled. Cat. So. So, over for Doja Cat. Over for Doja that Cat. Quick. I I didn't ever um I, I heard a lot about the Doja Cat stuff, but give me the backdrop on it because I I really didn't look into it. Backdrop. Doja Cat gets number one song in the country with Nicki Minaj with Say So. Say so. Soon as she gets the number one record in the country, the hate comes out. Is it hate? Is it real talk? Or is it fuck shit? They immediately said Doja Cat was racist. She was in tiny chat rooms <laughs> with white men, MAGA white men, white men that go to Cibalo. What's that store called? <laughs> What's that store with the deers? You talk about Cabalas? Cabalas. They're in Cabalas. What's the other one called? Cibalos. <laughs> white men in Cibalos. What's the other one in fucking Mexico? Uh, Bass Pro Shop. Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> she was in a tiny chat room with Bass Pro Shop white men. <laughs> talking about nigger. She was using ER. She was. She was letting the ER fly. Is Doja Cat black? Is she black? That's what I was just about to ask Is she you. a sister? I don't know. Like, I... I don't even know who Doja Cat is. Like, Yeah, remember the cow? She had that song with the cow? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, got, she gotta be black then. Is she black? I think she's... She got black yams. She's black. She got some black in her. Okay. Well, she was using I the think. ER. Um, and she there. got that popping from the cow song? She got that popping. She had a number one record. Number one record. After the cow, the moo moo. Yeah, she had she had the song with Tiger called Get It Juicy For You. Right. Um, it's kind of crazy because it sounds like... Um, I mean, even from her first viral moment, it just seems like she was, she was doing whatever to get popping. Yeah, she was doing whatever to get popping. Typical new artist shit. Yeah, somebody told me though that she was in those chat rooms, like, and uh, they were uh, paying her, like, to say like uh, degrading comments, like, but it was like some kind of sexual stuff tied into it. Mm, yeah, I guess she was um, using sex toys on Tiny Chat. Uh, she was letting a rabbit fly in the vagina. <laughs> she was letting the cash app fly before <laughs> she cash was app was letting open. Letting the cash app fly. Doja Cat was having uh, pleasure parties on Tiny Chat. Mad KY Jelly. <laughs> um, she was she dissed allegedly. She dissed Sandra Bland. For real? Yeah, she got a song dissing Sandra Bland. Silver with for Doja Cat. Did she get dropped? No, she has another video out where she's disrespecting uh, the LGBTQ community. Sorry if I messed that up. Um, <laughs> she had another count. She had another uh, video where she was dissing the black, the bat, the black, <laughs> dissing the black queens with the weaves. She was. Yeah, she was dissing girls that had iris and braids under <laughs> the number four from our Asian community weave shops. Man, that's terrible. Like, I, but that song and that like went viral <laughs> and it was like super sexual. Like, there's nothing that like would tell me to take that person serious ever. 
ever in life. Ever, like, no, because at that point, you just showed the world that you're willing to do anything to get popping. Well, attention is the new way to get popping. Like, you just can't be talented. Don't get me wrong. Doja Cat is very talented. No, no, no. There's some people out here that are, like, talented, talented, and they get popping. She's not talented. Like, can she dance? I've never seen her do it. Oh, she got a video where she's doing dance moves. But I'm saying, but like... But she ain't, she like ain't no, no, no Sierra saying, shit. So that's what I'm saying. Can she sing better than Beyonce? Can no. She, is she better than Rihanna? She's a hybrid. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so her talent is limited, like... Her moo moo thing to me was just sexual, like, and that inclined you to be like, oh, she got serious records. Let me go check them out. But me, I'm turned like I wouldn't go check them out. Yeah, I've never been purposely saying, let me go play a Doja Cat song. Yeah, so probably never will. When you said she's number one with a song, I thought Nicki Minaj retired. <laughs> like, so when you say she got a number one record, Nicki Minaj Nicki... slithered on a, a number one song. Man, she's but right the... now Megan Thee Stallion has a number one record. So, but Doja Cat did have a number one. She record. did have the number one record until this shit came out. But is this is this a prime example of player hating? She gets number one, then immediately some nigga just let the cannon fly with all this information. They've been had this information. It's not like, um, yeah, I, I mean it's player hating, but you know, as they uh say, the internet never forgets. Never forgets. <laughs> The streets I, never forget either. Yeah, streets never forget. Um, yeah, man, she did some apology. I didn't. I really didn't pay attention to the apology, to be honest with you. So she was like the. Uh, she went on like it took a while for her to respond, but she did go on her Instagram live, say some shit, say she not racist. She dates real white men though, not 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 like the white men that the, the um, that listen to hip hop. Um, she dates like the white men that like might be a mass shooter. <laughs> like she dates like real white men. I mean that like um that I, I don't know, like you know what I'm saying? Like obviously I don't even know if she's black. Like we could just be assuming she's black. Do you think she should have responded? Well you have to respond. Like at what point in the era were people just gonna be like, Yeah, I said what I said. You know what's crazy, so <laughs> Like, I said what I said, nigga. I, like I was watching, uh, I was watching the. Um, it was a Netflix show you told me to watch called uh, "Murder by Media," "Trial by Media." Yes, yes. And there was a dude on there that was like in the early eighties. His name was uh, Brandon Getz, I think. Uh huh. And he had shot four black kids in the subway. Oh man! And then he just stuck to his script, of like you know what I'm saying? Like they deserve to get shot. They were robbing people. I got robbed before. I wasn't going to get robbed again. So he doubled down on it. Like, he doubled down on it. And, like, what's crazy is, like, crazy a crazy amount of white people in the media, like, all went to bat for him. Well, you know, that's what white people do. Yeah, so, you know, like, I, I just don't, you know, I don't know about, like, Doja Cat. But it's kind of crazy. Like, do you think the media right now is, like, playing into, like, the racial atmosphere? Oh, yes. Definitely playing into it. Because you saw the thing about the, the Karen. Oh, yeah. Karen. In uh, Central Park. Central Park. Is that New York? Yep. Central Park, New York. <clears throat> um, a young black man was out there in the New York streets fearing for his life <laughs> over that ferocious dog that was off the leash. <laughs> it was a dog because you know dogs. White people have pets that don't like niggas. 
I don't know. Do you think white people train the dogs to bite niggas? Um, to bite black people? Nah. Like, I don't think... Some you know, like, there are racist dogs. There's, there might be some, like, that train, like, you know, that play into the stereotypes. Like, if you see the dark person, they're probably trying to break into the crib. Like, but I don't <laughs> think it's, like, mad. I don't think it's massive like that. I remember growing up, growing up, 75th Avenue and Thomas, West Phoenix, in my neighborhood. There's one white man. I swear he had the most racist dog. One time his dog jumped over the gate. It started chasing everybody. At this time, I'm still a fat nigga. I did not have no athletic ability. I could not run fast. The dog immediately targeted me. <laughs> now, most people would say it targeted me because I'm slow. Yeah. No, I think it targeted me because I was black. So you was you were the only black person? I was the only group? black person out there. You know what <laughs> for me? I think white people do train their dogs to be racist. So do you think it was you or the cocoa butter? <laughs> <laughs> they probably do like they probably be like they probably get their dogs and probably be like show them like a Tupac CD and be like skill skill what's crazy is I had a homeboy that was from uh, New York a white boy named Josh and yeah. uh, he trains his dog so every time he said Charles Smith because he was like a Knicks fan yeah. remember Charles Smith blew those two layups to beat the Bulls so every time he said Charles Smith his dog would go nuts go crazy yeah it would go it would go crazy but not a the dude in uh, New York, um, his name was Christian Cooper, but he was a, uh, what they say, an avid bird watcher. So he'll go to the park um, with his binoculars and uh, watch the birds. Bird watcher? Yeah. That's some, corn, that's some white people shit. But you know what I'm saying? He was doing it, but I guess there's all kind of signs in the park that say you have to have your dog on a leash. Yeah. So he, he throws just, beasts on a leash. But he said the dog was like going crazy, you know, like destroying the the greenery and he just asked her to put the dog on a leash and she wouldn't so he started filming her and then she went with the uh I'm fearing for my life. Yeah. She immediately said that um I'm gonna call the police and tell them that a, a black man is uh, harassing me. And what's crazy is like the dude is like the like see and it, it's crazy because they, they say that narrative and they didn't like we didn't get much background information on the dude. So, do you know the dude was a Harvard graduate? Harvard graduate. Used to be an editor for uh, Marvel Comics. Making Thanos. <laughs> so, it's, it's crazy, but, like, do you think that she should get charged? Yeah, she should be fully charged. You think she should be charged for, like, attempted manslaughter? <laughs> yeah, like, because she, by her saying that, she knew that the police was going to come and kill this nigga. That's what I'm saying. So they have you, we- Karens have weaponized the police. But do you think that they should charge her then with attempted manslaughter? Yes, that should be attempted manslaughter. That should be the Karen rule. That should be something inside the Karen rule. There was a there was another Karen video where the black the dude was a police black police officer. Yeah, white woman went in on him. Went in on him <laughs> about the ticket. Yeah, didn't even believe he was a police officer. Gucci man probably had a triple double. A uh, white woman came in there and told them they couldn't play basketball in the park. And you know, Atlanta, they they just like us. They uh, erased social distancing. And the, um, she was like, leave the park. And Gucci Man going crazy. They don't know. Gucci Man's caught a body before. <laughs> Gucci Man might be really crazy. Yeah, Gucci Man has actually killed a man. Like, this ain't like no rap nigga. Like, Gucci Man has actually caught a body before. Over some rap shit, probably. Allegedly. 
<laughs> and then Gucci Man um said, "Fuck that cracker bitch," and he <laughs> said that from his soul too. Like you could tell, like. But, it was not the clone Gucci. It was the real Gucci. But I'm saying in the South, though, like they like that's a different. Um, it's a different racism than what we have like out here. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so like, real racism. Have you ever have you ever experienced like real racism? Yeah, I've never like. I've been called a. What's crazy is a I've, nigger. Yeah, I've been called a nigger before. For real. Yeah, like in the workplace. Um, yeah, a few times actually. I've been like I've been called a nigger. Like, they just resorted to the ER? Yeah. Like, um, one, I was, like, in a workplace, and it was actually, it was a white girl who, who had called me that, like, one of me and my boys, like, she was she was doing something funny, like, crazy, like, acting crazy. Me and my boy just started laughing at her, like, you know, and then she couldn't, uh, she got, like, frustrated because we wouldn't stop laughing. Right. And then she resorted to calling us, you know what I'm saying, the N-word with the hard ER. Damn. How'd y'all react to that? Um... I mean, it's not much, like, what can you, like, what can you really do? Like, I'm not going to act like appalled, like, you know what I'm saying? Because then that's going to give them power. But she said that, I just, like, laughed it off. But then a, another um, white person heard her say it, and then they went and, like, told on her. Yeah. What do you think about, um, speaking on the N-word, um, a lot of people that listen and watch this podcast um, they've gotten on me for saying the N word. Yeah. They say they say it's they say it's too much. Um, but <clears throat> I say the word because I'm a nigga. <laughs> nah, man, that's miseducate. Like it's just no, part- not miseducation. It's art. Like no, nah, it is miseducation. When you said in that, when you said in that context, like I'm not, a nigga, not like I'm a nigga, like I'm a nigga, but nah, like, but like you, this- like you, my nigga. But I'm just saying, it's part of our culture. It's okay. Right, right, it's right. okay to say that we we've took that word and we've made it a part of our culture. There's certain people who are in our culture that believe that it still has a, a negative connotation, and there's other people who believe that we've taken that word and empowered it to a, a different meaning. But what's crazy is like I, unless I'm really talking about somebody ignorant, I really never say the word nigga. Hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never say, like, oh, man, that nigga graduated college. Like, that term, will, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm if bad, you, I'm like, bad at that. Yeah, but if, you know what I'm saying, the dude goes to jail, then you might hear me say, like, oh, man, that nigga went to jail. Like, oh, so you use it as the hate on nigga. It's just, no, but I'm saying, like, the definition of the word originally was, like, a connotation. But I still say, like, that's my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, See, I have... I have... Far as people that can say it, far as people that can say it, I was watching CNN the other day. There was a white man, and I forgot this uh, black activist name, but there was um, go who's the go to my mouth rapper? Go all to my mouth. Uh, what's his name? Well, I know what you're talking about. I just what can't the fuck remember is his, his name? name? He was a one hit wonder, but he's a shoe. He's a uh, crazy shoe head right now. They were debating. The white man was debating how come. Somebody that is not black say the word. How come they can't say it? And the black man was saying, yes, it's a negative term, but if I'm in the streets and I see this rapper over here, I'm going to say, what's up, my nigga, because that is my nigga. Yeah. Like, this is like, this is our word. Like, you should never, if you're not black, you should never get offended if a black person tells you don't say the N-word. 
You should never get offended for it, even though it is in rap songs, even though it has been mark- marketed to you. You should never you should never get mad. You should take that respect for like, okay. Like to me, most of my friends growing up were Hispanic. Rich Rico, mm-hmm. he's never my friend Rich Rico's Mexican. He has full hip hop, loves loves hip hop. I would I would be like, What's up, my nigga? He would get offended if I called him that. <laughs> he would get offended like and he's never said it. Like he's never said it. But I mean, he that could be his way of being like you know to keep him from being comfortable like with him with him himself. Yeah, saying his that. kids are black too. Yeah, he got but, a black queen. His kids is black. He's he's under he understands that culture, but like no, but I mean, there's a uh, Tehansi Coates. Um, he's an author, a writer. Um, if anybody's interested, you could YouTube it and. Um, just type into Hennessy Colts and then uh uh what do you say? Why you can't say the N word? Like and he breaks it down, like you know what I mean? Like right. as a um like white people are appalled that they can't say the word because they're so used to being privileged and that's something that um they can't say is theirs. Like, you know, it's like he basically said in so many words, like um you can say it but how come we can't say it? And like they're offended, right? That's because they don't have the right to say it. So yeah. he he talks about it into a terms of like white privilege. But he like he gives a a, a perfect um, breakdown of it of why they you know why it's unacceptable for them to say the n word. Mm. Yeah, man. Like you should never. You should even even if you are from the hood. Like, granted, this Asian people from the hood, white people from the hood, grow up in hip hop culture. Like, I've been around my Mexican friends. They've said the word nigga. I've never, like, I've never been like, oh, don't say it. Because sometimes you are within that culture. But I'm saying if another person's like, don't say that, don't get mad at them. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, if you if you say it, like, and somebody respectfully, like, nah, bro, like, don't say that. Right. Like, like, then you have to, like, you know, have to show a sign of respect to, like, okay. Like, oh, my bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I just, you know, that's how I grew up, you know? Right. Cool, but you know what I'm saying? Like, start yeah, that man. out. And like, what do you think about every, like, I was watching this thing on Twitter with this girl. She was saying how black people always invite people to the barbecue early. Like, like a, a white person can do something like, Minute, oh, they're invited to the barbecue. Like we never like, like protect our culture. Like we're we're so inviting. We're the most we're the most forgiving. We're the most inviting. Um, well, I think again that's another um, symptom of miseducation of the Negro. <laughs> what book is that? G- Game the people out on that. Book. Car- Carter G. Woodson, Doctor Carter G. Woodson, Miseducation of the Negro. I mean, there's a lot of books that you can read that like will give you that breakdown, but that's just like a, a great stepping stone, right? And like people don't understand when you break down like that, but a lot of that is acceptance, like right. us as black people who don't know our history, don't know our roots, and are uncomfortable with being. Uh, of our culture because that's what the media tells us. Um, they don't know how to be like, I'm pretty sure you, you know, you've experienced it in the workplace where you have white people and they make like a black joke or like, you know, something that's like prejudice or stereotypical of a black person. 
And then, you know, there's many black people who will be like, ha, ha, ha. And, you know what I'm saying? There's very few that are going to be like, hey, bro, that shit ain't funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll fuck you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put the motherfucking hands on you. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's people who just, like, laugh and, and go along with it. And, but that plays into, you know what I'm saying? That perpetuates um, their mentality versus them being like, hey, bro, that shit ain't funny. But our culture is one that's always like, you know, we, we want to be accepted. And, I mean... If you look at it, um, why do we wear stuff like um, you were making fun of like last uh, pod you were talking about the Gucci mask? Yes. Like why the black mask, like the fucking but, Louis mask? But I'm saying like why are black people? Why do we have to have that stuff? It's not made for us. But again, it's to be accepted because you feel like if you're wearing Gucci, Louis, uh, Balenciaga, or whatever, that you're a different type of black person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're a, a higher class of black. At the end of the day, you black, bro. Like just like we saw with the man in, in Central Park. Like that woman didn't care that he was a Harvard graduate. Didn't give a damn he was a Harvard graduate. She don't care what his eco, uh, economic status was. She just saw a black man and she simplified him as to that. You know what I'm saying? A non-human being, careless of his life. What was crazy with her is that she even... Um, Went to the media and started saying, oh, now my life is ruined. You know, Immediately started playing the victim. Yeah, they always and go to the victim. she had the ferocious beast on the leash. <laughs> and she was damn near killing the dog. Yeah. Like, where's where's the where's the animal people that, nah, that they, put Michael Vick in jail? They went crazy. They took her dog. Yeah. But I'm saying, but the fact that she's like the victim, but you just literally try to get a man killed. You knew what you were doing. Like... You knew exactly what you were doing. You try to get that man killed. Like that's the climate that so how can you be a victim when you try to get you literally try to kill somebody? Literally. You try to get that man murdered. Like murdered. He, and had that been like a young a younger person that acted different, you know, to be a cussing and be like be a hostile, you know what I'm saying? Then the situation might have played out different. Because when you say African American male White woman, that's a recipe for disaster. Recipe, Emmett Till, prime example. But it's always been a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. Like even when you, like even if you look at like headlines that are portrayed in the media, like when it said Kobe Bryant rapes white girl, like the title of that is very misleading because it doesn't say white woman alleges Kobe Bryant of rape accusations. Yeah, there was no allegedly in there. But it says Kobe Bryant rapes white girl. So when you say girl, you're thinking of a child. So mm-hmm. so that automatically weaponizes the masses and then they, you know, portray uh, Kobe in such a, a demeaning light. Yeah, man. But you know what I'm saying? Not erasing the fact that she had six counts of semen in her underwear. Like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, they they always when that, when that Kobe shit comes up they never bring that aspect of it that she was out there letting niggas fuck raw <laughs> and just dropping loads in her. Never. Um, but something more uh, off that note. Uh, meanwhile, in Levine, Arizona. Your favorite city? My favorite city. Uh, I made a post. Saturday, <laughs> I was um, selling my um, Pay Your Legends hats. Yeah, I, I bought one online. I never got it, though. <laughs> These are currently sold out, by the way. <laughs> sold out. I'm r- kind of running the merch game right now. Um, 
But I was I was in uh, Arizona Mills parking lot. It's a mall out here in Phoenix, Arizona called Arizona Mills. So I drive by and I see a big ass line in front of Ross, which later I found out was a line to get inside of Nike. Yeah, the um, Nike store. But it was in front of Ross. So niggas was out there, no mask on. And like, I make jokes all the time. <laughs> and I said, mean, I made a post on Facebook. I said, meanwhile in Levine at Arizona Mills, look at this shit. And I just put the video up there. And that shit currently went viral. It went viral? Yeah, it went viral. I just want to say, you dumbass, funky ass niggas. Learn it is cool to joke in 2020. Y'all are making it where people cannot crack jokes. Y'all take everything fucking literal. Either you too sensitive or you just insensitive. There's no more fucking gray area. Either a nigga's a, a, a hoe ass or he just somebody that just has no feelings at all. Let the gray area flourish. It is a joke. It is a joke. Well, I mean, like you talking about it, it's a <laughs> like lot of Levine, but there's, Levine. A, there's a large um, community of your followers live in Levine. Right. Um, so they're going to defend Levine. Um, secondly, um, Levine used to smell like ass. Let's just put it out there. Bro, it used to be a farmland. It used to smell like shit out here. It's a, it was a farmland. It was supposed to. It was a farmland? Yeah. It was always farms. Well? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, you did know that. <laughs> I've never seen no cow. I've never been out here. I ain't never seen no fucking cows out here. One day, I just seen a fucking Popeye pop up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was all farmland. Like, it was all, like, uh, just all farmland. Like... Like, when I was growing up in South Phoenix, you couldn't, uh, like, I think, you couldn't catch the bus past, like, 27th and um, Baseline. Oh, okay. So, if you knew somebody that lived, like, you know what I'm saying, like, more into Levine, um, you used to have to get off the bus and walk and, like, foot it. Foot? Yeah, yeah, and then you had to be back to catch that bus back, or, you know what I'm saying, you had to take that long journey from, you know what I'm saying, 27th <laughs> Ave to 10th Street, you know what I'm saying? But... I'm not going to hate on Levine. Levine, Arizona, they have a Sprouts now. Um, <laughs> Levine, Arizona is getting an angry crab. Um, I, I've heard that they are getting that crab from the Levine Walmart. It's not being shipped. It's not being shipped in anywhere. They're taking the crab from the Walmart and putting it into the angry crab. <laughs> you hate now. You hate him. But I'm saying you... <laughs> You can't get mad, like you can't get mad, cause like I mean, people have a persona of you as being a, a hater, so you kind of gotta embrace the like negativity that comes with that comes with the with with your uh, jokes. I'm sick, but bro, if you have a fucking brain, you know Arizona Mills is not in Levine. You know that. <laughs> Does a nigga know that? If you've been driving on these freeways, these streets, you fucking know that it is a joke. Like, niggas can't joke no more? Is that what's happening in the streets? Bro, like, people are weird. Niggas is weirdos, bro. People are weird, but again, that's why my Facebook is quarantined. <laughs> and yours is just open for the, you know what I'm saying? It's I'm for the have, fuckery. I'm going to have to curate the Facebook. I'm saying, like. Man, like I could only imagine if you haven't reset, like if you didn't reset your social media like 12 times. Oh, man. I would, man. You went back to ground zero numerous times. Numerous times. Because, you, because you, you were uh, 
fed up with the fuckery. But like you invite the fuckery. It's like you like it and then you hit a point where you're just like, oh, I can't take this shit no more. I, it's, I'm, I'm Michael Jordan, bro. <laughs> Speaking I'm, of... I'm Michael Jordan. When Michael Jordan, <laughs> when Michael Jordan couldn't take it, the nigga quit, bro. The nigga quit. He walked away. <laughs> he walked away. Michael Jordan walked the fuck away, man. But yeah, shout did, out to Levine. Did you see uh, they they got the audio of Michael Jordan saying he didn't want Isaiah on the uh, yes they on, got they on they, the dream team they got the he, audio he, li- he lied to us <laughs> he's snitching but he lied to us yeah he said on on a documentary that he created to hype himself up um, that he didn't he didn't have anything to do with who was picked on the team and he verbally said. Uh, Isaiah's on the team I'm not playing <laughs> like a lot of people look at that as player hating that is player hating I look at it as he is a boss ass nigga this nigga this nigga decides who gets a gold medal he decided that I no nigga I don't want you on the team Bro, fuck pl- out of here LeBron can't do that why can't LeBron can't tell Oh, I don't want uh, Deron Williams on the redeem team. LeBron isn't a player hater. That's so we got it. LeBron empowered his people and his crew. Name one person that Jordan empowered. You don't even know Jordan's best Gus, friend is. He empowered Gus. Gus got big bags. Rest in peace, Gus. Rest in peace, got a Gus got a big bag from MJ. From MJ. Those two security guards got some bags. He didn't impact like they were employees. <laughs> Of the, of the Bulls arena like they didn't go on to have like their own renowned security services and none of that like I'm just saying like bro like it's okay like Jordan was the greatest basketball player of his time and era without debate right but it has always been said that he was an asshole which he, we've seen we know now that he is a player hater which right. he's which we've seen and you know what I'm saying Bro, Michael Jordan was a snitch. He was a player hater. He drank Hennessy. He smoked weed. He smoked Cubans. He hit... Um, snorted Coke. Snorted Coke. He hit white yams. He glazed them. And he won six rings. That's toxic as fuck. Yeah. But that is missing right now in this era. No, but like I'm, the tox, like the, you can't be that tight. Like if if he would have been him in today's no, social, no. like he he wouldn't even he wouldn't even made it past like year three. Like bro, he would have just been like uh, a, a Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. Like like Kobe, like Kobe. No, but I'm saying like Kobe skated by. CP3 isn't like on their level of of talent. That's what I'm saying. CP3, he's the same nigga as Michael Jordan. I'm gonna cuss my teammates out because Matt, uh, what's the name? Matt Barnes don't fuck with him. Blake Griffin didn't like that nigga. DeAndre Jordan didn't like that nigga. But they was like, nigga, you ain't winning no fucking rings. <laughs> I ain't gonna a, let you say shit to that's me. That's what like I'm saying. That. Like you gotta have a ring resume to like to deal with that. Like LeBron can yell at his teammates because he got a ring resume. Yeah, he got the resume. But if you don't got a ring resume, you gotta chill unless you're taking over the game. And you went and had that forty-five point performance that you needed to to get your team a W. So, how miserable is Michael Jordan? I think Michael Jordan, even though he has Bro, all my- the money, he has classic sneakers. I think deep down, he's still he's miserable. Bro, like if you look at MJ, he literally like like I told you, who is he empowered? 
Who was his homeboy? Like, who was his friends? Like, you can't, like, the people that you named that were around him were people that were involved with him in some business matter. They weren't like, with the game. They weren't like no day one homies. <laughs> like, I know high school niggas. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. When you look at MJ, like, who is, who were his friends? Like, who were the people that were like, that didn't meet him in a business setting that were just his friends? He don't have none. But like, does that speak to his will to be great? Yeah, but that also speaks to his character, like of who he is. He done snitched on the homies. He done player hated on the homies. Or his grant want to whoop that nigga ass. That's what I'm saying. Or like, his grant want to fade. People act like, you know what I'm <clears> saying? <throat> uh, Scotty probably don't openly hate on him because it might affect his professional career. <laughs> you right. Because he, Scotty speaks on the NBA and, um, well, Scotty is employed by ESPN. You know, he talks on behalf of the NBA, but we got to remember, Jordan is an owner of one of the NBA teams, and yeah. he can he can get the other owners on board to be like, we don't want Scotty Pippen on on the air. You're right. Because you remember when Scotty Pippen said that LeBron was better than Jordan, he had to come back and recant that statement. Oh yeah, Michael, on air. Yeah, Michael Jordan was pissed as fuck. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you see, he's a great player, but like, I mean, there's a second side to him. Um. I wanted to no, a couple episodes ago you had told me when Michael Jordan was, remember he was crying on episode 7 and then I was like he was crying just cause like that's just like how much he cared what you said was kind of was, was some real shit you said that he was crying because he started feeling remorseful for all the shit he's done Yeah, and I think you're right because he's no longer that Michael Jordan no more like he's no longer like the the god figure that we see. So he's becoming human. And when you're human and you look back on it, he's probably thinking like, damn, I done fucked over like I done fucked some niggas' lives up. Yeah, like I'm I'm just saying, like, that's just him. I don't know if he's like I think he still has that arrogance of like I'm MJ, but I think just over time, bro, you start reflecting or like you might hear a story and be like, damn, like Jason Caffey, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like his story turned out crazy versus when he was with the Bulls, he had a world of prominence. You know what I mean? Like, right. But his story, like, so when you talking about these stories, I think that he just reflects and be like, damn, bro, like, I really screwed some people over to, to win these titles. To get these rings. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody that wasn't on boat with me, like, I made sure I got their ass out of here. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And some of that stuff was like, you know, ruined careers for him. Damn. But, you know, that's, a, I mean, that's just an account of, like, uh, of who he is. Yeah, nonetheless, great documentary by ESPN. Um, I will be watching it again. Um, quarantine's over in Arizona. Shit is open. Scottsdale clubs, Scottsdale, Arizona was packed like fucking sardines. <laughs> there was COVID flying everywhere. Um, Lake was full of COVID. Um I'm hearing slander for the Arizona DJs. Uh, radio personality for Power 98.3. Uh, Jules Castellano. <laughs> <laughs> radio Jules. She said, because she was in the club, one of the COVID clubs, and she said that niggas was in quarantine for two months and came back playing the same music. Arizona DJs came back playing the same 
Music. You know what? I agree with it. Were you in a club? I was not in a COVID so, club. So, I'm just saying, you could take a word for it. No, I'm saying, when they showed a clip of Floyd Mayweather and VIP at one of them Scottsdale clubs, I heard the same music. But I'm saying, they could have been playing a hot record that's still hot at the time. No, they was playing Big Sean ass. Oh, well, you know, I've always been uh, critical of DJs in Arizona. I mean, I can't even say Arizona. There's a lot of other places that got whack DJs, too. But I've always, I, I'm just critical of the whack DJ. Let me say that. I'm critical of the whack DJ. Like, I'm critical of the DJ who has, like, the same set, who doesn't try anything new, doesn't play any new records. Um, those DJs are whack. And if you go to, you know, if you frequent some of these spots, um, wherever you're at, and you hear the DJ playing the same set, like, you know, like, okay, it's, it's 1230. We about to hear the bass set right now. Um, you know, it's 1 o'clock. We about to hear uh, uh, T Grizzly. Uh, it's one. It's one ten. Bro, we about gotta, to hear uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, Meek Mill intro. You know the dreams of nightmare. Bro, like. y'all gotta stop playing that T Grizzly at one p.m. <laughs> one a.m. When it's one a.m., y'all start playing. How does it start? <laughs> I don't. I can't. Um, with them fans. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Like, I just meant like. But it goes into a conversation like me and you had. Like, a lot of these DJs aren't DJs. Like when I when we grew up, like DJs who were DJs were like actually fans of DJing. They were like they were the, they had a passion for the art. Yeah, like they all knew how to scratch records a certain way, and they all wanted to be in a scratching competition. And I think that's been lost, and now we just have dudes who um, want to play records and just get in the club, and like they don't have any art. Like they would bring the vinyl to the clubs. They would have had crates of vinyl. Now, it's Serato, not knocking Serato, amazing technology. Amazing what they have. What happened to the DJ just knowing the art? Now, you ask a DJ, where was I? I was somewhere, and I said, do you got this? And he said, well, I can get it. What? (laughs) I can get it. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want no DJ telling me I can get it. You wanted him to don't have it already? Tell, I want you to have it. But When you are a DJ, know the music. You have to know the music. You have to be in the streets. You were, you, you were a DJ. At one point, your job was to break records. Right now, the internet breaks records. But still, don't lose that mentality. Know what is hot. And in Arizona, y'all are fucking scared to lose the crowd. You're terrified because the promoter going to see that the niggas ain't dancing and your ass going to be gone the next week <laughs> over there at the draft house. <laughs> Salute the draft house wings, extra ranch, lemon pepper. That used to be Jasmine's spot. Man, that was a, <laughs> a blunder spot. Um, Don't lose the fucking art. Stop being scared of like when the crowd's not dancing, make them dance. But I, I think a lot of um, like I think us in general, we don't have a lot of risk takers. Like people scared to take risks now. Like people scared to lose they like they spot, lose their job like over a, a risk. But if you look at the people who are successful, those are generally the people who took risks. Like if you don't if you don't jump off the ledge, like how do you know you could fly? Mm. Like, and if you truly believe in yourself, like, 
you know, I tell it like with kids that, you know what I mean, that I coach in basketball, like, I'm like, yo, like, if a coach say don't shoot a shot or like, you know, telling you like, don't shoot that shot or don't do this. I'm like, that should motivate you to go to the gym and work on, and work on it. So then when it actually comes in the game, you take that shot knowing that you fully believe you're going to make that shot. But you also got to know in the back of your mind, yo, if I miss, he's going to sub me out the game. But you got to be cool with that. But I, I think that you'll become a better player if you actually work on that and you, you build your confidence. But I think DJs, um, rappers, um, this like everywhere. Like I don't want to define it to just like our region, but everywhere. Like people are scared to take risks. Like we hear so much of the same stuff. I don't know, nigga. I was in San Diego, Club Flux. Well, I can't say that. DJ Drama was DJing. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I was already going to say like It was probably a guest DJ. Yeah, that was DJ Drama. Uh, Vegas? Nah, you can't really. Vegas. Vegas is always like some fucking No, Dre, the first time I went to Dre's. But it was probably a guest DJ. That shit was on fire. But it was probably a guest DJ. But I'm saying, like, out here, like, Take the art serious. You should know what the records are. But, you should know. That's what I'm saying. We can't limit it to here. Like it's like it's everywhere. Like there's other places that have uh, DJs who just started DJing three years ago, and they like playing records. And when I say like three years ago, these dudes is probably like 32. You know what I'm saying? Right. 33. Um, so just the passion isn't there. But I mean, it's in so many things evolved surrounding hip hop. It's just a lot of people who just see a way to make money or make a name for themselves. Like, right. people are scared to be regular. They is. They are scared to be regular. That's crazy that you say that because me and you have the podcast. A lot of niggas are shooting videos. A lot of niggas is rapping, producing. There's there's a small window for you to get an actual fans because all of the fucking fans are trying to be like, create. I'm not knocking the creators. But everybody doing something. But I, I think generally, like whatever you're doing, like even if you start your own business, I just think it it it, it comes with talent and passion. You have to be passionate about the art because like, it shows. You're right. Like you know what I'm saying. Like imagine if 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 you were a young female, like a young um, black female, and you started your own hair shop, but you knew everything about the weaves in the shop. Everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and somebody came in and they like, yo, like, boom, this one is going to fit you the best. This one is for this kind of setting. or ambi-. Like, if you could sell people like that, then I think you would be successful. But we don't have people that are, like, passionate going into those um, avenues. Like, we have people who I think just have a, a, a different knack for hustle. And they just see a way to, to make a name for themselves. And then that's the reason why they do it. But then it lacks the art form. It lacks the passion. Yeah, kind of like like hip-hop right now. Like, like I'm just saying, like, I will say, like, because there's so many of them clothing designers. Like, guys who, um, and girls who, like, make clothes. Like, there's actually some some dope designers um, that haven't popped off that are actually making dope designs of, like, clothing, sewing their stuff together. Right. Like, unique artwork, etc. But then we have people with the heat press and the logo and they just like stamping it like, you know what I'm saying? Like buy my clothing, uh, buy my clothing line. Like that's whack to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't like just to buy the clothing line? No, I'm just saying like there's no art in it. Mm. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? You just got a title, a brand of a name, and you made somebody made you a logo, and then you just heat pressing it on a shirt. That's what I'm doing, man. Yeah, that's whack. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wearing my own brand. Fuck I'm that. saying, but like, it's your own brand. Cool. Like, but you setting the brand, but you're not out here promoting yourself as a clothing company, designer. a clothing no, designer. No, no, no. Like, you know, you got your Pay Your Legend movement. Right. It's part of, you know what I'm saying, the Mike Terrell campaign. So it's different. It's people out here that are like, yo, I got a clothing line. Right. And they have two designs <laughs> with their company name on it. And pre- like, and even the company names ain't unique. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't, like, if, if you really had Pay Your Legends and you were, like, really trying to be like, yo, my brand is going to be like the Ralph Lauren for black people. Right. Nah, bro, like, I would just hang up on you. <laughs> we wouldn't even have a deep, like, we wouldn't even have a conversation because I would just be like, yo, it's, it's going to be unsuccessful. So you want the passion. Everything. Kind of, yeah. Everything. You're right. Everything is DJing. You have to know the records. Rapping. Work on your craft. Like. But you got to be. A lot of people, they can't make music because J. Cole hasn't came out with music. Exactly. They need J. Cole to be, he sets, okay, this is what J. Cole albums sound like. Now I can go in the studio and make music or this is what Future's doing or I can do it. Like, take the 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 canvas and just create. Like, people, like, back in the day, like, like you was a good, you was a good rapper. Like, we all, we all rapped, but I didn't start rapping. I mean, I had influence, but it wasn't like. Oh, I can catch a bag off this. I actually love the art form. Like I love hip hop. No, I mean definitely, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but you can still tell, like, in the passion um, of what you created. Like, you still have certain stuff that, like, you're like, damn, this still sounds good. Like, right. 15, 20 years later. Right. Versus you have other people and their stuff don't sound good two years later. But like you said, some people need a stencil. Um. To, to paint like I've always told you like there's Picasso right and then there's a million people who've painted pictures just like Picasso right but the the one that's the name that sticks is Picasso because he was the originator the originator um like you know like even like on like with, with Basquiat like now you have like a lot of people who make Basquiat style paintings but the value is in the original because it was original and I think that like anything you do I think you just have to bring something unique that nobody else is doing like, imagine being a DJ right now and somehow, like, you start mixing in, like, famous classical records in, the, like, in your yeah. set. Like, take a chance, bro. Like, you don't know if that's going to pop or not. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, it's a hot uh, country record that, you know, has, like, a hip-hop, you know, because, you know, like, popping country music now is basically hip-hop. Right. <laughs> but right. you might find one of those and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Switch the tempo up on it and let, let it fly for, you know what I'm saying, just a verse. And then you're on to the next record. Like, a lot of that, too, is like, I just remember when I was young and I used to hear DJs, like, they really mix records. Like, you didn't hear a whole song. Like, now you go into a, a, a spot and you hear all three verses. Damn. Like, the only time you want to hear all three verses is when you're in a gentleman's club and you have paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> and you have paid like, for it. Like, we've never, we, we not supposed to hear uh, the Styles P verse on BMF. Yeah. Or the, uh, I think Jadakiss is on, uh, what, what is Jadakiss on? He's on one of them songs and we never hear his fucking verse. But I'm saying, you're not supposed to. Or the, um, 
the Lil Wayne song with Millie. Yeah. Ain't uh, Corey Gunn's on Yeah, we're never supposed to hear the Corey Gunn's verse. We're never supposed to hear Corey Gunn's verse. We're not even supposed to make it after the first, the, the, after the hook for the first time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, like, we have, you know, um, that's the tangent on that. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be passionate. Whatever you do, you got to be passionate. Like, we have so many people that are, like, um, inspired to just be, uh, to monopolize or make money, like, make money. But I think, like, if they truly want to make money in the long run, that long run, they have to be passionate about it. Right. <clears> there <throat> has to be a certain level of passion. Um, you know, one thing, like, since we were talking about, like, the um, quarantine being over, one thing that, like, struck me crazy is, like, I've been getting a lot of, I've been, like, I got some homies, and then I've seen a lot of pictures of people being pregnant. <laughs> like, the, the corona baby boom was yeah, real. Yeah, niggas was letting them, niggas was letting the yams get glazed. But what's crazy to no, me. pause. <laughs> niggas was glazing yams. Yeah. What's crazy to me, though, is, like, I'm thinking about it, and I said, like, damn, like, how ill do you have to be to say, like, I'm out here, I'm washing my hands, I'm using hand sanitizer, I got masks on, I got a glove on, and then you just raw dogging. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just shooting up the club, <laughs> raw dog. Like, is that defeating the purpose? I think it is. Like, is that really defeating the purpose? Like, what is the, um, what's the kit now? Like... You meet a girl, you at a local Walmart, you at a local Sprouts. Like, how are you approaching a girl during the COVID area? Even if it's a one-night stand. Are you going to bring your condoms, your mask, and your gloves to her house? That's what I'm saying, but we got, ba- we got babies, so that's what I mean. Like, I... I just don't understand, like how you, like you buy into the protection, and then like the most like vital thing that we've always been told to protect. You know what I'm saying? You just in there shine balling, like just like just letting it loose. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I don't know, man. What do you think about girls? Um, I've seen a couple women said they were broadcasting getting dick. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, like, like normally women don't be like, oh, I need some dick tonight. I think women, like. Because niggas, like, men would be like, yo, like, I need some vagina. Like, I need some. I think those women are, like, uh, in a a monetary need. Oh, it's a cold word. I think it's a cold word. Like, so it's like a monetary need. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be dudes that hit that inbox, hit that DM. And then I think the conversation, like the bait and switch happens. And then they get the... Uh, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, I, I, I honestly think that's like what it's for. And I think it too is like we're, we're in such a um, attention-crazed society that they just want attention. Man. But the attention isn't just like your attention. Like they have a specific... Um, audience that they're trying to you know what i'm saying target for attention but like that's whack to me like yeah just the, the like the, just saying that like because to me it's like it's unlady like and especially like if you have kids and you can say like live your life you know what i'm saying i'm just an opinion my opinion doesn't matter but that's whack to me you think that's like some sort of being like damaged because like women you can't be like niggas Nah, but just I'm, face it, you cannot be like men. But that's the, the stop it. We've we're, our society is different because now you see more women like that, and then you see more men that are like sensitive, like 
Cause shit is getting reversed. Yeah, like they playing uh, uh Puffy. I need a girl. <laughs> what do you think about? Um... Cause I see a lot of dudes that be like, um, you know, it's like certain girls, like you know, some of our home girls that we follow. Like, and you always see, like, certain dudes, like, always on their comments, always in their page. And I'm just like, thirsting. yeah, just thirsting. I'm like, bro, like, you ain't got a shot after, like, two or three years. Just, like, yeah, let, let it go. Be. Like, you look ridiculous right now. Yeah, you got to stop letting the thirst Like, fly. you know what I'm saying? Like, if that ain't even, like, y'all ain't even been on, like, a homie hangout. Like, just let that go. You feel me? Man. Have you ever been friend zoned? Uh, yeah. Tell me a story, like... <laughs> How you got friends on? How you thought you was like? Um, I, like, man, like my friends on like episodes are like a little different though. How? Because like you know, like I'm not um like I've moved slow in the situation, so um I've always been like uh, precarious about like who I'm rocking with or like who I like even chill with. Um, so there's been certain um episodes where like i just have haven't gone like gung-ho like you know what i'm saying like the the box offering was there and i like passed on it nonchalantly oh, i'm talking about like just you, like friends on that liked her and then she friends on you um nah like i don't know because i've never like you kind of tell you know when somebody likes you and you know when they don't like you I was, a like, high school, I was in high school, right? Yeah. And um, I was in high school. I think I was a junior. Yeah, it was my junior year in high school. Um, girl moved from South Carolina to Trevor Brown. Bad girl. She was back in high school. She was gorgeous. <laughs> she ugly as fuck now, but she was gorgeous. Like, <laughs> I would, like, walk her to class every day, like, lunchtime, like, Bring her extra pizza. I'd use my free lunch card to get her food. Like, that's when phone conversations was cracking. Yeah. So, like, niggas, I would be on the phone fucking um, four hours, nigga, at nighttime. Be going to bed. I'm in high school, going to bed at 3 a.m., having conversations, like, in the bathtub. You know when you have, like, some good conversations? You'd be <laughs> everywhere in the house. Like, you'd be in the bathtub. You'd be outside. Did you have Did you have a cordless phone? Or did you have, <laughs> or did you have 300 yards of, of telephone wire? I had 300 yards of telephone wire. So you was in there, like... <laughs> like, 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 you know, uh, I would have to, um... Like, she'd be like, I'm gonna call you right back. So I would have to call, like, the pizza... No, I would call some company number... Cause I didn't want the phone to ring, so my dad can. Cause my my dad had a phone in his room. He'd be pissed as fuck if he heard the phone. So just so I could do like the call waiting, yeah. all this shit, bro. <laughs> like I fucking love that girl. You was heavily invested. Invested. Prom's coming up. Junior prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm just like I know I'm about to get me a prom date, and I'm about to get me some yams. My first set of yams. Bro, like a week before the prom, the star basketball player, his name's Kevin Woodbury. Salute Kevin Woodbury, probably the greatest point guard in Arizona hoop history. Whoa, fuck Mike on. Bibby. No, not fuck Mike Bibby, that's my nigga. Kevin Woodbury was the GOAT. To you and your... He is the GOAT. Nah, bro, it's too many good point Get guards. Get T-Watts on here, I would debate mm-hmm. T-Watts. Kevin Woodbury took my junior bitch. 
as he should. He was a star, star guard. Bro, I was crushed. Yeah, because you put. And she a- would be like, like the way she crushed me was on the phone one night, and she was like, "Yeah, what do you think? Um, what do you think I should wear to prom with Kevin?" I said, "What, Kevin?" <laughs> Did you hang up? Nigga, Did I, you get that knot in the back of your throat? Bro, nah, that's the first time I cried over a, over, a, over a woman. Like, I was in tears. You were? I started playing some R&B. Was it Uncle Sam? Might have been playing some Uncle Sam. Um, went in the closet, held the Bible, bro. Man, let me think about, like, friends or, like, I've been crushed like that before. Like, um. <laughs> you had, you've had your heart broken. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? When you're young, like, I was, um. <laughs> Man, like, when I was younger, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, damn, like, I wasn't, like, girl crazy, though, like. Yeah. But there was, like, some girls I had crushes on, but I don't know if, like, they necessarily, like, friends on me, like, um, we'd be cool and we'd be talking, and then I, like, caught wind and, like, somebody else, like, smashed the box. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then they would still be, like, try to have that conversation, and I'd just be, like. I was a crush, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I wouldn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll try to be players I could about it, like, to not, not let them know bro, that I was crushed. Bro, you ever, I was crushed. you ever had, that, like, that girl, like, in the, um, like, that girl that you've been wanting to smash, like, when you was younger, and then, like, you just talking to your homie, and you'd be like, yeah, man, when I was smashing her, <laughs> like, your homie smashed, and you'd be like, oh, you smashed? Oh, for real? Be like, man, I knew she did. We let niggas smash. You start hating on her. You immediately start hating on her. Man, like, <laughs> yeah, I got like I got some stories, man. Some of, some of it ain't like it's crazy, but nah, I've been crushed before. Like friend zone, like, um, I probably have been friend zone, but like usually you could tell like immediately like if you're being friend zone. Like if you hit a girl and she take five hours to respond or. She respond the next day or like, you know what I'm saying? Or you the one that's always reaching out, then like you've been friend zone. Bro, I like when I've ever been friend zone, I immediately just stop talking to them ever. Nah, like, like I'm reckless like that. I'm like, I remember I'm, Jasmine, like the first, like when, cause first time, uh, not first time me and Jasmine met, but we had been talking for a while just on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had came over to kick it one time. This is way, way, this is even before Aiden. I had Aiden. And um, uh, she came over to the crib. And then, you know, I had liked her, Blase Ski. And then I was trying to get the yams. And then she turned me down for the yams. Yeah. It's like, nah. And she left. Like, I blocked her on Twitter. <laughs> like, I just, like, I just, like, yeah. I, I don't want to be friend zone. I just, it's over. Yeah, but I'm, I'm. You was just being unplayer about the situation. Yeah, I was being unplayer. I've I'm, I'm never been a player. Yeah, no, nah, you've definitely always been a uh, <laughs> romancer. <laughs> I am. I am a romance, bro. But not like I, I'm just saying. Like I like. I mean, yeah, but it's it's certain people out here that like are like. I feel for women because I then I like we do got some homies too that are like just like. Uh, they don't even understand like friend zone like. That's like foreign to them. Like yeah. it's invisible. Yeah. It's like Harry uh, Harry Potter in the cloak. <laughs> like that that for friends it doesn't exist. But women don't know that a nigga will wait in the friend zone for decades. Oh man, <laughs> they'll be in that in that lodge forever. The friend zone lodge. They will be in that friend zone lodge for decades. 
waiting for you to um, beef with your man. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, like I said, if you get friends on, like, you just got to be player about it. Just accept it for what it is and move on to the to the next person. But if you've invested, like, some time and actually trying to shoot and had conversations and all that stuff, then you might as well just be cool. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with being friends with... I don't know. All right, man. That's, we'll, we'll say that for the next podcast. Um, smash the like button on the YouTube. Um, the Cash app is open. Uh, cash app, dollar sign, Mike Terrell. Cash app. Nico, 4011. Yes, we grind on this microphone. Pause. We will take <laughs> take a donation. Super pause. We'll take a donation. We put in work. Pause. Hey, um, no, 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 no. Like... <laughs> I gotta address this though before we go. Like we gotta lose the pause. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm too real. Like I'm not pausable. Okay. Cause I don't even speak in that like in that context of no, term. Thinking like that. Yeah. Function. Nah. Like you know what I'm saying. If you see me and like you question my character, <laughs> then you can pause me. Like, but nah, bro. Like I'm not like like that's whack to me. Yeah, and then fuck that pause, man. No more. Pause. I'm just saying. Like I feel like you I should be. Like I should be. I I speak freely, but um. Yeah, like, I think one is, like, I, I'm 100% heterosexual. Yeah. But I also think, too, like, when you're saying pause, like, you kind of, like, demeaning the uh, gay community. Right. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you like, nah, we not like, not like like how he was saying or not like how she was saying. Like, that's kind of whack to me. So, I'm not pausing. Especially when, like, there's a couple of niggas out here that's extra homophobic. And they yeah. suspect to me. Like, when you <laughs> extra hate gay people. Like, like Ryder. Yeah. Salute right yeah. man. That's and a real I, nigga. Well, I'm slamming him. I'm cool with it. You can tell him I said it. Salute right man. That's a real. I'm not, I'm not talking about nobody specifically. That was a, that was a Colombian. <laughs> Salute right But yeah, man. Uh, next episode, we'll touch on that. Um, again, Cash App is open. Smash that like button. Like, comment, subscribe. This is the Mike Terrell Podcast, episode 10. I'm Mike Terrell. We out. That's Nico. We out of here, baby. What?